0: As a facilitator, how do you support people when forming new pairs before each session? That's a really important question, and I will answer it and two more questions in this episode. Hi, my name is Peter Kofler. I'm the Code Cop. Obviously, I'm fanatic about clean code, and for many years, I tried hard to develop quality software. Eventually, I had to change my motto to developing quality software developers. In this podcast, I will answer questions about facilitation, hosting and participation of codetreats or any kind of hands-on session in general. If you have any questions regarding your codetreat, please send me an email or leave a comment. Let me start with a very common question during codetreat facilitation trainings. What should we put in the introduction? Like what do we need to tell people in the beginning of the day? And I would add, what do we need to put into the introduction at least? Because we have a little time uh, in the beginning, it's it's a tight schedule, so I think it's okay to drop some material for later sessions or not mention it at all. Um, So the first thing I would put in the intro is to thank the host and the sponsor. Without them, the event wouldn't be possible. Then, the most important thing of the day is the coding dojo mindset. See episode 10 of this podcast for more information on the Coding Dojo Mindset. Then I think it's good to present the plan of the day, when to start, when to end, so people know what's uh, what's going on, like in what time frame we are talking about. I talked about this uh, layout of the day in episode 5. Then it's usually important to uh, explain where to find things in the host facilities, like where is the toilet, where uh, where can we get some water, uh, where is a coffee? Maybe if th- is there some coffee, that's a cool thing. Also, very important is uh, to explain that this is no training, right? We have to make people think about their learning goals. Why are they here? What do they want to learn? So that's a part of their responsibility for making uh, the most out of a coded treat. See the last episode 14 for more information how to make the most out of a coded treat. I think also an important thing is uh, to mention that it's not about solving the problem, it's about uh, uh, learning. So if you solve the problem then you miss the point, is usually something I would say. And the last thing I think is uh, really important is to see what languages are in the room. So uh, sometimes I would uh, list languages and people would raise their hand so we get the feeling what languages are available and what we can expect uh, from the day. Um, I talked a bit about uh, seeing languages during a code treat in the episode one. Of course, there are a lot of other things that could go into the intro, and if you have time, uh, go forward, put it in the intro. So most people put a short um, description of test-driven development and peer programming in the intro, because that's like uh, required for the whole day. Corey Haynes also puts the four rules of simple design in the intro. Maybe you want to explain the game of life. Um, if you have time, you should, and other things. Again, I think it's okay to drop some material from the intro. Um, So if you do not explain the Game of Life, I think that's okay, because the first session is also here to explore the Game of Life, so that there is some kind of balance here. Now I want to come back to the original question how to support people when forming pairs. This is very, very important. I would say it's one of my top three facts about Code to Treat, and there are already more than three in my top three facts. Never mind. So when we start a new session, or when we are in the beginning to start a new session, maybe uh, before the break, but uh, the next session is something, I might remind people of the coding dojo mindset and that collaboration is Crucial. I always encourage people to pair with strangers to have a fresh view so strangers have new ideas. Sometimes I joke that it's forbidden to pair with people you know. At least I try to do that. I try to pair not with people that I know. I also advise them to make sure that one of the two, at least one of the two, has the language uh, set up ready and knows the language to a certain degree so we are not uh, having too much frustration during work that's part of your job uh, like see episode 13 how to manage frustration so that's very important i also try to tell the constraints before the pairs are forming because some people um, decide on the constraint if they see a different language or not this is very clever because if you have a mute session in a new language that might be uh, really a disaster or maybe some fun or both So sometimes, especially in the first or second session, when people are struggling to find pairs, I would say, uh, please raise your hand if you're comfortable to lead a pairing situation in language x. And then I tell the other people, see who is available to do language x. That usually helps also to bring people up to speed in forming their pairs. The last question of today is a hosting question, which are the main differences between organizing a coded treat and a coding dojo night? So in general, a coded treat is much more effort in preparation and participation, that's obvious. It's a full day after all, right? It definitely needs a better, larger room because uh, you will be there all day. So uh, it needs to have windows and some air. On the other hand, I attended Coding to nights in basements uh, without uh, any windows or uh, infrastructure. That was kind of okay. I will talk more uh, in a later episode about uh, the needs of a Coded room. Also, you need refreshments, water and And other stuff because again, it's uh, all day. Uh, You need a sponsor for lunch, and that lunch would be nice. Uh, On the other hand, uh, as you are using the game of life, there's no need to prepare a new exercise Uh, because coding dojos usually have a new exercise each evening, but the coded read has the game of life. See episode 10 for more on the uh, game of life. Also, the codetreat has uh, some continuity in the exercises. There could be a red string going through all uh, all sessions of the day, so you might want to prepare for that, so to connect everything. But it's uh, you don't have to. That is all for this episode. I'm Peter Kofler, and I wish you luck with your next codetreat or hands-on workshop. If you have any questions regarding your codetreat, please send me an email or leave a comment. I'm looking forward to hear from you how your event went. Coated treats are awesome. Let's have more of them.